Hey listeners, before we get to your show, this is a blast from your past. Were you hanging around in the 90s watching Nickelodeon before you got too old for it and started smoking weed and doing drugs? Well, then you should know us. This is Danny Tamborelli and... And this is Michael C. Morona. We're here to ask you to check out our podcast, The Adventures of Danny and Michael. And here's our on-air producer, Jeremy, to tell us what you'll be hearing. You can hear things like minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys Family Holiday Celebration. Grab an eggnog or even some mistletoe. Find a loved one and gather around the tree. Take it away, boys. Hey. Welcome hey, to the Bradshaw Boys, Bradshaw a podcast boys. where three guys are having a Christmas time and a holiday celebration. Ooh. Bradshaw Boys are here. And this is a very special episode for us because it's our it's Cosmos our first holiday Ball. episode and we are joined by Jeremy, our producer, hello, hello. and the voice of the Bradshaw Boys, my wife, Katie Sieber. Hi there. Hey, Katie. <laughs> the Thanks family's for, all here. Take it away, Katie. Together. I'm feeling very special. I love and, it. We're all sitting more. around a fire right now. It's yes. great. Credit credit to uh, our producer, Jeremy, for having this idea. It's a wonderful idea. Well, I just figured uh, it's the holiday season, season of giving, and I think yes. your audience could use uh, a little bonus content. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Really Wait, are we in season three? No, we're in the season of giving. Oh, <laughs> wow. We just received a major gift. We are kind of sitting around a fire. Yeah. Yeah. We're sitting around the Hawkins Family Yule Log. Yeah, check that out. Hawkins Family Yule Log. Macaulay Culkin presents the Hawkins Family Yule <laughs> yeah. Log. We, yeah. we'll, it's, uh, it's, an, it's an instant fireplace that you right. can watch at home. It's yeah. a really funny video. We'll tweet it out. Tweet it out on Christmas. Tweet it out on Christmas. But yeah, I uh, thought it was a great occasion to get together and to celebrate the Bradshaw Boys and to celebrate all of us. <laughs> and our listeners. Yeah, especially. We celebrate you. The real gift is you guys listening to us every week. Yes. And that's the truth. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's been like, actually, if we're, it's not Thanksgiving, but Christmas, you can be thankful. Uh, it's just like, it's been a great year. It has been a great year. It's like year. we started, we had the idea and then, but our first episode was in February. I think we I were believe? recording this time last year, but we didn't release anything yeah. until 2018. I feel like it's exceeded all our expectations and it's so, such a joy. I'm very thankful, not only for the two of you, obviously, for doing the podcast with me, but for Jeremy. Thank you so much for I, not. We record oh, in Jeremy's apartment. It's an amazing podcast studio, and you are so awesome and and taking the time out of your busy week to do this with us, to produce all the content for us and help push us out there. And I'm also very thankful for uh, Katie, my wife, for who does all of the voiceover work. I'm so thankful for Katie and her great voice. And it was, we, we did some, uh, we did some Katie records tonight and it was really great to just sit here and listen to you record. Well, basically this podcast is like a Christmas gift every week to me, <laughs> since you're literally just my friends talking about my favorite show. Uh, I just get so excited. I really appreciate that. I'm thankful, obviously, for Jeremy and, and Katie, but I'm also thankful for Corey. I'm thankful for John. I think, John, Aww. you bring you bring such a great energy. I feel like our episodes get better, but you came in... 
you came in and were just like Corey and I did comedy a bunch before this, and you were such like it's been fun getting to work with something with you, it's and it's like I feel like we've become better friends from just getting to hang out. What are so you talking much. about? I I feel I don't like, like you at all, <laughs> Kevin. You're off the podcast. Yeah, Kevin. No, it's but been it, he's awful. right because in the beginning I didn't. You, you weren't in the com- comedy world, so That's I was true. like, I don't know how it was yeah. going to work. And honestly, you're my favorite. Oh, I know. Jeremy, I just got unthankful for you. <laughs> I know. You did thank me. Oh, uh, and um, yeah. Anyway, that this is like a true know. family. We're I fighting like and bickering and angry at each other. It's really, it's really nice. No, I do think, though, it's true. John, John, uh, John, you're actually outside of the Bradshaw boys. You're working on creative projects with me and Kevin. That's right. And this is one the three of us are doing together. And you and Balin are working on a creative project now, which That's is right. this podcast. We're starting uh-huh. a cereal brand, actually. Mm. Yo, you guys are starting a cereal brand? Yeah. Like a breakfast cereal? Yeah. What is it? It's John ba- and Balo Cebra Pops. Yeah, Balo Cebra Pops by, by John and Jeremy Inc. Mm. And wow. the flavor is great. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's great It's flavor. like it's blue, the concept of grape. flavor ice where you have mm-hmm. to get put the box in the refrigerator and then when you pour it into your milk, it kind of just... I w- that's all. Well, you pour it into warm milk, and then because it's been in the freezer, it cools the milk. It gets up. a nice, perfect temperature. That's really great. We beta tested it where we had some kids put the liquid in their mouth and then just put their heads in the freezers. Mm-hmm. But then uh, yeah, the lawsuit. Lawsuit. Got some cold kids there. Yeah, cold just their heads. kids. Well, their we figured out. We figured out a way to extend this universe. When our episodes are done, when we've watched all of them. We are just gonna write more, and then we'll we'll put those out, and then we'll just do our episodes. And these are this is our first fan fiction. Yeah, well, there's no real holiday, right? Sex in the City episodes, or I, don't or, know, is, or, I mean, we haven't gotten that far, but Katie guys? knows the whole the whole the right. whole lexicon. Is there a holiday episode? I don't really think there is. When it comes to like anything like traditional or family, they kind of just really leave. Mm-hmm. That out now. There might be some women screaming at me, or or men that love Sex in the City right now, and they're remembering something that I'm not. But I really don't think there is a holiday episode. Hmm. Well, well, we've got a few. For we're you. here to change that. Should I do? <laughs> Who wants to go first? Yeah, Jeremy. I'm. I want to kind of let you lead this because this okay. is your thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just. I just. So everybody got a buzzword, and I think we'll just state the buzzword up at the top, and then we read our fan fiction. It's either going to be a scene or a, you know, a sort of a short script version of an episode. But, uh, but yeah. So. Oh man, this is this is. Uh, I think I'll kick it off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's, yours? Yeah. Okay. what's yours? What's uh, yours? What was your buzzword? My buzzword was identical snowflakes. Aww. Aww. Very holidayish. All right, here we go. Snow falls gently outside the Upper West Side apartment of Carrie, who stands deep in thought, gazing out the window. Inside, Samantha, Charlotte, Miranda are setting up an impromptu holiday dinner at their favorite spot, the living room coffee table. As Carrie stares, her heart yearns for her former love. We begin to hear her narration. It's Christmas time in New York and I'm stuck alone, present company excluded. It's funny how I can just get lost in snowflakes sometimes. Miranda approaches. It's beautiful, isn't it? Amazing how no two snowflakes are alike. Kind of like us. You ever think about that? <laughs> Samantha chimes in from the other room. You'd think the same theory would apply for dongs. Uh, but, I, <laughs> but I have my doubts. Charlotte interrupts. Can we not talk about dongs at dinner for once? Jeesh. Samantha claps back. What? It's a real interest of mine. That would be a, my Christmas miracle. Two matching peens. <laughs> Charlotte gathers the gals and they sit to eat. Okay, come on. Christmas Eve dinner is served. As they cheers, Charlotte toasts to my bestest friends. A very Merry Christmas to us all. They cheers. Hear, hear. And Charlotte chimes in. 
Ooh, let's tell Christmas stories, Samantha says. All right, I'll go first. It was the night before Christmas and all through the house, not a vagina was stirring and I still had on my blouse. (laughs) Charlotte takes offense. Come on, Samantha. We can't just talk. We can't talk about something other than sex. It's Christmas Eve. Samantha replies, I'm out. The other girls follow suit. I'm out. Not in the mood, says Carrie. Charlotte explodes. Fine. I guess we'll just sit here in silence. Merry Christmas, everyone. The doorbell rings. Are you expecting anyone, Carrie asks? Miranda and Charlotte at nod no. Miranda does, though. Oh, our holiday entertainment has arrived. Carrie responds. Samantha, what did you do? Uh, Samantha, well, any holiday party worth its salt has entertainment, honey. <laughs> the door opens and we see three gentlemen in scantily clad Santa costumes. John, Corey, and Kevin look at the gals and smile. <laughs> They rip off their clothes and stand naked before them. Charlotte is horrified and covers her eyes. Samantha stares into the void of their genital region and her face lights up. It is a Christmas miracle. Steve pops in and says, Miranda, how dare you? Miranda, how dare you? We cut back outside as the snow falls. The end. Yes! That was was beautiful. That was fantastic. I loved that. It, It really felt like it really felt like a holiday party at the beginning when they would then it felt like when it, they did it more in season one when they would do a chat and chew at Carrie's yeah. apartment or yeah. one of their yeah. apartments. Yeah, they never go there as yeah. much anymore. I do yeah. the diner mostly now. But it really did like feel like a warm little yeah, holiday table. scene. After hearing that, I do want to say I would feel very comfortable shaving and oiling up any of you gentlemen in this uh, in this room if we do decide to strip. Well, let's, would, let's hear some more fanfic. You never know. It might yeah. be coming. Okay. Who's next? Who's up? I'll go. Katie, Katie, you pick. Or Kevin, you go. Katie, Kevin. you pick. Go for it, Kevin. <laughs> okay, I have a scene and then a description of the episode. Great. And I feel like I'll just read the scene and then I'll do this tr- description so you get the full. So this is the beginning, the chat and show. It's Christmas Eve morning, chat and show. Carrie, I don't know if I like him enough to do Christmas with him. Miranda, it's not Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. It's not a big deal. Carrie, yeah, you're right. Charlotte, it is a big deal. I love holidays. I celebrate them all. Carrie, even Hanukkah? Of course. My yearly tradition is to make latkes and fuck Shmuel, the Jewish art guy from season one. (laughs) The only thing that makes me sad is it's not going to snow this year. What's Christmas without snow? Miranda, it's just another day. Snow or no snow. A day where I'm not supposed to work and I have so many cases to work on. Samantha, I celebrate all the holidays too, especially Kwanzaa. Samantha holds up her hands and shows something large, then makes a really obvious joke about black man's penis that no one ever expected. <laughs> Miranda, uh, Miranda says, uh, I have a lot. I have a lot of work to get done, and then I have to. I have to get home because Steve is making me dinner. Charlotte, that's so nice. He loves you, Miranda. Miranda, I love him too, but more than anything, I love withholding that love from him. I got him a gift this year, but I'm going to pretend I didn't just to make him feel insecure. (laughs) Carrie, what did you get him? Miranda, new underwear. (laughs) Charlotte, I have to go to some lame white elephant party. Then I'm just going to hole up and relax for a few days. Samantha, I don't want to rest. I want to have sex. But with who? Everyone is with their families and there's no one to fuck during the holidays. Carrie, I have a guy I could fuck on the holidays, but I don't know if I even want to. Samantha, why not? Carrie, he's perfect in every way, but he's just a little short. Samantha, a little short? Carrie, he's an elf at Macy's. They all laugh. He keeps getting me half a half-off discount, and I just can't give it up. I'm a writer. 
I'm poor but rich at the same time. Samantha, I have to meet this guy. Carrie, I need new shoes, so let's do it. So that's my chat and show. All right. Very nice. And then do you want to hear the whole description? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, Christmas, uh, Christmas is in... Christmas in New York is in full effect, but sadly, it won't snow. Everyone is sad it won't be a white Christmas. Carrie is dating a new guy she likes, but he is coming up short in some areas. He's an elf. I couldn't help but wonder, how do you? Ha- how much do you have to like someone to celebrate cr- the birth of Christ together? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was your word? Uh, it's that time of year. Oh, yeah. All right. There you go. Uh, Miranda's working late on a case and doesn't come home. Steve has made dinner and sits alone waiting for Miranda, then takes all the food to the kitchen. Miranda calls home to tell Steve she won't be home, and there's no answer. She's worried it may be the last straw and that he left her. Charlotte goes to a party and gets a white elephant gift, and she opens her gift, and she's shocked and appalled, and everyone laughs. Cut to Samantha and Carrie. They're shopping at Macy's trying to gauge what price a gift Carrie should get her boyfriend, if anything. And they hate crowds and tourists, but then they decide to be more festive and they get in line to meet Carrie's boyfriend. When Samantha, uh, they get up, they meet the elf. And then when Samantha sits on Santa's lap, he gets an erection. And Samantha said, uh, she's never been with an overweight man with a beard before. She tells him she's been naughty this year and hopes they'll meet again. Charlotte goes home and then we see her gift is a sex toy called the candy cane that makes your vagina tingle with peppermint. And she she hibernates the entire episode, and she masturbates to White Christmas, Elf, and uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> Carrie finally decides she's going to go for it with the Elf, but then he cancels on her because he got a gig. So Samantha and Carrie, they do Christmas Eve together, and they stay up late drinking and talking over mold wine, and then they hear a rumble in the fireplace. Miranda's still at the office, and Steve won't answer. She thinks it's over. She's really sad. And then she goes to leave the office and Steve is at the door and he packed up the entire meal and they have a romantic dinner at her <laughs> office. At Carrie and Samantha's, Santa Claus from the mall comes out. He's the real Santa and they're shocked. He says that the elf is in the sleigh and he's breaking up with Carrie because he wants to be with someone who isn't iffy about his height and loves him for who he is. Samantha says, I'd hate for you not to, <laughs> not to have, milk, <laughs> have milk and cookies or milk and my cookie. And she pulls her pants down. Then he gets out a gift from Miranda and says, Mrs. Claus doesn't need to know. He pulls his penis out and he has long flowing white pubic hair. (laughs) Carrie and Samantha have a threesome with Santa and it's a Christmas miracle because when he ejaculates, it starts to snow all around New York. The end. Wow. Very good. Great job. Very good job. I will say ours has some similarities. So does ours ours has some similarities (laughs) Yeah, mine has some similarities. Do you want me to go or do you want to go? You go. Okay. Wait, yours? Have you guys talked about yours? No. no. Oh, All right. Okay. So my uh, my theme was Secret Santa. Mm. Interior. We're going to start out in Carrie's apartment. She's clearly a mess as she hammers away on her laptop. I was so mad at Big for lying to me about his mo- the age of his mother. I thought this whole time that she was 92 and now finding out that she was 93. <laughs> what an awful thing to keep secret, especially from a woman you don't even like enough to call your girlfriend. I could barely get out of bed for a week. I couldn't help but wonder, how would relationships look if we shared our secrets instead of keeping them hidden? Would the truth really set you free? Or were we keeping secrets the key to a happy life? <laughs> 
Interior, average brunch spot that no one other than tourists and hurried up business professionals eat at. Oh. Carrie, Miranda, <laughs> Samantha, and Charlotte are sitting around a table wearing cute holiday outfits. Carrie, if Stanford didn't come over with a carton of smokes, I don't think I ever would have been able to get through this. Charlotte, I can't believe he lied about his mother's age. That is definitely a red flag. Samantha, age is only a number. Who cares how old she is? Miranda, did you see a legal document that proved she was 93 and not 92? <laughs> Carrie, no, no, I didn't see anything. I just have a hunch. It just bothers me so much that he doesn't trust me enough to tell me these, these things. Anyway, that's how I got the idea of doing a secret share this year instead of our annual secret Santa. Let's all go around the table and share our biggest secrets. I think this will be way more fun than buying each other tchotchkes. I think it's a fabulous idea, Miranda says. Carrie, you go first. Carrie. Oh, all right. Well, my biggest secret is that I don't make much money writing sex columns for a newspaper. Actually, I have to pay the newspaper to publish my work. <laughs> Haven't you ever noticed that my column is in the classified sections? Charlotte. <laughs> Carrie! Carrie, th there's more. I I've been stealing from Big. Whenever he's had too much scotch, I take his checkbook and I write myself a fat check. <laughs> Year to date, I have stolen $6.7 million from him. <laughs> How else do you think I afford this lifestyle? Samantha, Jeez. oh, honey, that's amazing. Carrie, M Miranda, your turn. Oh, uh, all right. Well, I, I guess I, uh, okay. I I'm just going to tell you. I kicked the shit out of Steve. I physically <laughs> beat his ass in all the time. Charlotte, what? <laughs> Samantha, like, you're a dominatrix? Uh, no. I box his fucking face in whenever I see him. All I want to do whenever I look at him is punish him. I, I guess it all started when he dribbled too much in the house. Cut to flashback, interior Miranda's house. Miranda, Steve, stop dribbling that fucking ball. I'm working on legal documents and briefs. <laughs> but Miranda, I, I've, I, I got done early at the bar and thought I'd... Miranda doesn't hesitate. She just starts swinging. Throwing <laughs> haymakers and uppercuts, she punnels Steve until he's a bloody pulp. Steve, Miranda, ouch. Oh, stop. She continues to hammer away at him, relentlessly kicking the shit out of him and spitting on him. The scene cuts to many other instances in the past of this very same thing happening. Every time Miranda doesn't think about what she is doing she just acts out of pure hatred she is breathing heavy and there's blood all over her face <laughs> cut back to interior brunch all the ladies look stunned Miranda waiter uh, give me another drink a bloody Mary Samantha more like a bloody Miranda <laughs> okay I'll go next my big secret is a secret about Santa himself. Do you know the Santa at Macy's on 34th Street? Yeah, I fucked him. I climbed on his big North Pole. It was fabulous. Oh, man. Carrie, oh, Samantha, you Randy Cougar. Charlotte, honey, do you want to share? Um, okay. I, I suppose I'll share. I I'm a little nervous, and I've never told anyone about this, but here we go. Um... My real name's not Charlotte. I, I'm not originally from the Upper West Side. A actually, I'm not really sure where I'm from. I, I'm also not 34 years old. I was born 40,000 years ago when the Earth was young. <laughs> the only thing I remember about my childhood is waves. Waves and pain. When I was four, I was on a beach with my mother. 
We were collecting sea urchins to cook a dinner for our family when a large man with tribal markings appeared from the woods. He had a big <laughs> bone through his nose and a crazy look in his eyes. We both knew we were in danger. We tried to run and escape, but my mother didn't make it. She stopped and distracted him so I could get away. I hid in the bushes and I watched him call other people from his tribe. Carrie, they attacked her and cannibalized her in front of my very eyes. I vowed that I would get my revenge. I spent the next 10 years alone. Every day was a struggle to feed myself and survive. I got to the point where I was unable to hunt or gather enough food to feed myself. And I realized I was going to die. I climbed into our family's death cave, my final resting place. I was the last of my kind to die. As I crawled to my designated corner and prepared to meet my mother in the afterlife, something strange happened. <laughs> a crystal appeared in the middle of the air. It floated above me for several minutes. Thinking it was the proverbial light at the end of the tunnel, I never touched it. It got bigger and brighter and closer, so I reached out and when I brought my finger close enough to it, I could feel its power. I touched it. Carrie, and in an instant, a coldness surged through my entire body. I no longer needed food. I no longer needed water. I had all the sustenance I needed. I stood up and could feel a strange power running through my veins. I ran out of the death cave, and I quickly learned that I had been bestowed a great gift, the strength of the ancients. I returned to my family's sacred waterfall as I remembered there was an ancient scroll kept there. <laughs> when I found it, I realized that the words which were once foreign, I was able to read. I read, and I read, and I learned. After much study of this scroll, I learned to be a dinosaur whisperer, a legendary Rukthar. I was able to talk and communicate with the great lizards. At first, it was just hearing and speaking with the small little dinos, but soon enough, I had a pet Tyrannosaurus Rex. Carrie, I rode on his back, and together we started our great conquest. We went from village to village trying to find the tribe that ate my mother. We left nothing but gore and flames in our tracks. I was ruthless. I was feared. I was power. <laughs> After searching long and hard, we finally found the tribe that ruined my life. I waited patiently until night, and then I burst into their camp. We tore and ripped, gnashed and growled. Together, my T-Rex and I killed them all. Women, children, men. No one was safe from us. The last hut we came upon was special. It had some tribal markings, the same as the man who killed my mother. I knew that that horrible, despicable human was inside. I opened to the, flat, the flap to his hut. I met his eyes and I watched him whimper. He pleaded and begged, groveling at my feet. I no longer knew compassion. I dragged him out and I kicked him into the jaws of my great beast. He looked at me right before he was crushed in the teeth of my monster and uttered the words, Shai Tang Un Tampo Kai Fei Un Pelter Tus. <laughs> I recognized that language. Shai Tang Un Tampo. It means you are cursed, Charlotte. Kai Fein Un Pelter Tus. Until you find love, you will not rest. At first, I thought it was nonsense. It was just tribal shamanism that was not real. It had no effect on me. But as the years went on, I could feel it. I was not aging. I would not die. I would never see my mother again. We would never be together until I found love. This curse waved heavily on me. Living forever is not as good as it sounds. Everyone needs rest. I decided to try to find love, to break the curse and find peace. Ladies, I've been traveling through thousands of years, countless civilizations to find someone. I've lived through wars, famine, death, and despair, and I still have not found someone to love. This is why I'm in New York City. This is why I'm constantly trying to get married. 
This is not a joke. This is not a game. I need anyone, any human to marry me. It doesn't matter. It could fucking be Shmuel. It could be... Carrie breaks in. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me get this straight. Samantha, you had sex with Santa? Oh, yeah, honey. I jumped on his candy cane and he unloaded his toy sack all over my face. I even fucked the elves and scissored Miss Claus, too. The best part was banging the reindeer. They were really into anal. Have you ever heard of Rudolph the brown-nosed reindeer? Oh all God. the women laugh, all of them except for Charlotte. She stares at the camera and a single tear falls down her face. Wow. Good God. Fucking Epic. shit. What the fuck? Wow. I took some liberties with with fan fiction and I steered in a little bit of a different direction. But really? I, okay. Didn't notice. I'd that like to see that. A few things that I noticed. One, <laughs> first of all, why did I say I would go last? I was going to say, you I have. Don't, I, well, you're going to be disappointed. John, did you have any part of you that you're like, the commitment of the writing yeah. and the performing. Did you, did you take did the you week off? That, did you write that today? Yeah, I, I wrote it like right before I came. I mean, it's okay. so fuck. It's it's so good. It's well. It's also it also shows like it's funny to watch Katie while you read that. Katie <laughs> sat there. She was probably horrified. She's she like, looked, oh, John's no, reading she fantasy. Looked, Here we go. She looked completely bored. Like she hears this every <laughs> single day of her life. This is what it's like being I wasn't married to you. Bored. You weren't bored, but what I mean is you looked not surprised at all. <laughs> well, I really wasn't surprised. Like <laughs> that's I, what I'm saying. Like you didn't look bored, but you were like, "That's my husband." I invented a language for that story. Well, no, I wasn't surprised because I knew that you're such a wonderful writer, and I knew it was going to be so funny and interesting. And good. I just literally thought, "Oh, of course, he's so good at this." That's the thing. It's it wasn't just funny; it was interesting. That's oh, it. It was so. just it was, like no. It was so good. It's so fun, and then Charlotte you're into or- it, and then at the end you're just like, that actually is a better explanation yes. of why she's yeah. that desperate than any fucking answer we've gotten from anyone. <laughs> it is. I've it, been saying I want, I want some, I want Charlotte to like buckle up a little bit, and I want to see her riding a fucking God. Tyrannosaurus Rex just destroying oh my villages. Yeah. If there's any uh, graphic artists or comic book folks or animators, <laughs> we have we have to like cut just that out. There is one day that we are going to do this podcast with Michael Patrick King or Darren Star, and they have to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I am not kidding. I we will make that happen. That I, I that's feel like insane. I feel like I'm Sex and the City, the animated series. I just I wonder if Kristen Davis would be like at the end of that if she'd be like, I always thought that it was like a little different too, or if it'd just be like, I wonder how that would play. We've got to get her to read that. I think she would like it. I think I've she would like she's it. She's pretty chill and like pretty funny. I <laughs> oh, feel like man. she would. I mean, who would not be happy about riding on a dinosaur's back? We have to get her it's to my read dream. that. It's my dream. <laughs> who can animate that? We'll figure it out. Corey, yeah. you're up. Gosh, no pressure. No pressure. All right. Everyone just strap Hol- back in. Hold on, real quick. Can, John, you're not included in this. Can we just do a quick Cosmo rating for John's episode? Oh five point five Cosmos. Five, five Cosmos. Six Cosmos. Yeah. Seven Cosmos. I had a little bit of a problem with it. I wish that Miranda's storyline was fleshed out a little bit more. I'm gonna give it a three point. Wow. Now get hey. out of here. You, you, that just means you know there's there's even something even better. The next <laughs> fan fiction can be even better. That's Good it. gravy. All right. Well, All right, what was your what was your word again? Secret Santa. Secret but it, Santa. this was a secret share. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hold on a second. Mine's not as long. And it's just I'm just. Gonna you had six. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> mine, that is a big secret. Go ahead. Sorry, Corey. Mine. Mine is holiday blessings. Sleigh bells jingle and the sounds of the city hum in the background while we hear a carry voiceover. 
New York City at the holidays. The city is bursting with cheer and tourists. The four gals sit inside their favorite diner and have a holiday brunch chat and chew. Miranda pipes up. I feel like Dustin frickin' Hoffman going to work every day. I'm walking here. Who would have thought making partner close to Rockefeller Center would be so annoying? Charlotte remarks, oh, I don't know. I think Christmas in the city is so romantic. Just then, Samantha leans in. I actually don't mind all the tourists. A lot of new Yule logs in town, and I'm looking to get my stocking stuff. <laughs> Miranda rolls her eyes. Taking a bite of a bagel, Carrie remarks, Hey, I saw these Manolos in the Bergdorf Goodman Christmas window, so I'd say the holiday season keeps giving and giving. Carrie shows off her new stilettos. They're red, complete with Swar- Swarovski stones all over them and a white fur trim. Very Christmassy. Miranda eyes them and looks at Carrie. Carrie, how much did you pay for those? Carrie smiles. It's okay. I, it's okay. I played Santa for myself, so I can, so I can, uh, so I could afford them. They were seventeen thousand dollars. <laughs> Charlotte is appalled. Miranda, it's rude to ask someone how much a gift costs. Everyone is shocked at the price, though. After a moment of silence, Miranda says, "Carrie, that's a lot of money." Taking another bite of her bagel with a lit cigarette in her mouth, <laughs> Carrie replies, It's okay. I'm going to see if Big will give them to me as an early Christmas gift. Will you be asking him on a special Christmas date? Charlotte says. Would it be ice skating or under the Rockefeller Center tree? Or, or, Charlotte has a special sparker, sparkle in her eyes. Carrie says, Oh, no. Big's on a business trip. He's gone for seven months. He wouldn't tell me where he's going. <laughs> Everyone is shocked again. Samantha speaks up. Well, ladies, I've got to get to Macy's. Carrie smiles and says, What, are you going to go to sit on Santa's lap? Samantha smiles with a devilish grin. Actually, I do free PR there for Toys for Tots every Christmas. I've slept with every Macy's Santa since 1982. Miranda remarks, More like Toys for Tits. Samantha says, Well, if I can spread a little holiday cheer and spread something else, maybe I get something to come down my chimney. Charlotte is horrified. Samantha glares at her. What? Are you going to be in church or something? Charlotte Charlotte smiles. Actually, Temple. Shmuel is doing the final night of Hanukkah service. <laughs> we, we all went there. Everyone exclaims, You're seeing Shmuel again? Charlotte smiles. Well, it's been eight crazy nights. Nice. That's uh, such a good line. Miranda puts $20 on the table. Well, I got to go. Steve is playing an elf in a three-on-three pickup game, and I promise I go watch. <laughs> Charlotte looks confused. Wait, elves are real? Miranda gives her a deadpan look. It's a Christmas pageant slash basketball tournament. He's playing an elf. Steve's short. He's a point guard. He's, he's dressed up as an elf. Charlotte goes, oh. Everyone takes another sip of their coffee, and a waiter walks up to the table. Excuse me, ladies. Your bill has been taken care of, and there's four hot cocos for the table. Carrie goes, what? Miranda says, hey, I can pay for myself. Charlotte says, oh, how sweet. Samantha says, I think that waiter brought us an extra side of sausage. And with that, sleigh bells ring, and the sounds of the city, the sounds of the city are heard, and we hear one more Carrie voiceover. And as we sat there together, sipping our cocoa, I realized holiday blessings aren't aren't just a nice tree or a Christmas dinner with family. They're the friends you end up with at your favorite diner. And as we sat here, bewildered by the jolly old soul who picked up our check, I couldn't help but wonder, was Santa Claus real? And did he draw that dick on my face on the bus? (laughs) (laughs) That was it. Not bad. Corey. Okay. Okay. Nice work. Nice work. There's no 
dinosaur monologue. It was, it was very good. Y'all are creative. That was fun. Oh, I, you know, I'm impressed. It was. It's actually. It, it's like such a great writing exercise, and it makes sense why fan because it's like all the elements are there. It's like you just got to pick up and and like and have fun coloring. Like we got to yeah. do more because it was so. Like writing can be so fucking annoying and shitty and you yeah. hate yourself and that it's just like oh it's just fun yeah. and your mind is just so but I, but i gotta say i mean like whatever portal you went into it's, yeah. it literally just proves well, what i said at the beginning like john what what's happening up there yeah it's amazing i, I like fantasy <laughs> you, do, you do read I, a lot of fantasy in yes. the shows in the best way i my in my head the whole the whole time sort of when you were doing your story, I was like, I can't wait for next year because that oh bar gosh. has been set <laughs> and we're ready to, to, to get there and raise it if possible. That's insane. Awesome. A- anyone, um, please, please, we say to use our socials, but thoughts on John's origin story for Charlotte. <laughs> Any thoughts? Yeah. Because, um, because I think that the layer, I don't know. We just, we, the goal will be to play that, um, show that to Kristen Davis. <laughs> Jeremy's uh, Jeremy stood up and he's got some stockings. Oh, yeah, what is I, this? I have some stockings. Uh, Jeremy, Katie, didn't know you were. I, they're uh, open. They're one. We're flesh. sharing a mic. Yeah, I figured what better way to wrap up this uh, holiday spectacular, right? Yeah, and uh, some gifts. Merry Christmas, Happy Jeremy Holidays, so everybody. Much. Jeremy. So much. Yeah, hopefully it keeps you warm uh, um, we at night. Open this on mic, and. Um, you got the first yeah. official Seltzer oh, King. All right, we got Seltzer. the Seltzer King podcast Dude, beanies. We're this gonna is take amazing. some pictures Those in there so and put cute. this up. Awesome. So there you go. Yeah, we'll get a picture up there for you. This is perfect. Jeremy, this is so thank you. awesome. Thank, thank you, you so much, Jeremy. Yeah, absolutely, hey guys. Give yourself a gift, a gift, and listen to the other podcasts on Seltzer King's yes. podcast. The Adventures right. of Danny and Mike. That's right. Fresh Beef. Absolutely. And the Bradshaw Boys. And the good old Bradshaw Boys. That's right. Bradshaw Boys. Well, everyone, I want everyone to have a very, very uh, happy holiday. Have a fantastic new year. Thank you so much for tuning in. We all love you very much. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. You guys have made our year so great. we've, We've talked to you online. We've met some of you in person. It's been really fun. We have some exciting stuff planned in we 2019. Really, we really do. We're gonna we're gonna do everything we can to make next year uh, exponentially better than this year, which has been so fun and amazing. Yeah. So if you have some fan fiction, send it in. Please we'll read it on the air. Yeah, we'll read it on the air. Please, we would love to do more of these. This is so fun. Yeah. Um, and to all a good night. What is the what? Is what, the, what 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 little carol can we sing? A short little carol. We Katie, could start us. We could. We. Three. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, there you go. Yeah. How about we do it in the style of our favorite uh, character on Sex and the City? Okay. <laughs> you just and it. I know, Steve. I just do that because I know you do it, Steve. Okay. Are you ready? Here we go. So pick it. I'll be big. Okay. <laughs> I'll be Miranda. <laughs> okay, great. I'm a Charlotte. Perfect. Ready. We wish you a Merry Christmas. 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 We wish you
For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>